So welcome to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. This is episode number one. I'm your host, Diane Sorensen, mother of three grown children, a grandmother, former early childhood teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior in a deeper level. So first of all, I wanna say, I can't believe I'm starting a podcast. I didn't set out to have a podcast. I mean, if you would have told me a year ago that I'd be doing a podcast, I would not have believed you. But I do know I love to talk about children's behaviors and changing our perception of them from a traditional view of children's behavior and traditional discipline practices to a more a conscious practice of discipline that helps us to look at how we are reacting or responding to children's behavior. This is my favorite subject, and I'll tell you why. Because I was a struggling parent, not understanding my children's behaviors, but only understanding that uh, society's message was I needed to control my children. And so that's what I, I tried to do. Uh, also, as an early childhood teacher, I was seeing more and more behaviors um, coming into the classroom. And so I kind of started thinking that maybe there must maybe there's more to it than just adults trying to control children's behavior. Because it seemed to me that the more I tried to control, say, my own children's behavior, the more the behaviors escalated. And I was seeing other parents struggle as... Um, the children with the children coming into my classroom and seeing just more children unable to manage their own emotions or manage their own behavior. So I started wondering if there wasn't more that we could do to help ourselves to help children be more successful. And as I opened myself up to that possibility, a program came into my life called Conscious Discipline. And it is a program written by Dr. Becky Bailey. And you can, um, you can look at her website. She's got a website, ConsciousDiscipline.com. And, but what it did for me was it transformed my life. I was looking for something to help me uh, with managing children's behaviors. And what I learned was about managing myself. And so I call this my self-discovery journey, um, which started about 12 years ago. And so this podcast really is about 
talking about changing our perception and limiting beliefs around behavior and looking at a more conscious approach to understanding ourselves, each other, and our most vulnerable population, our children. I want to talk about our traditional practices and the messages behind them and discuss our own social conditioning and how it gets in the way. So I want to talk about shifting a focus on controlling behavior to focusing on relationships which impact behavior. I'm nurturing healthy relationships through boundaries and taking responsibility for our own way of our own thinking, our own feelings and our own behavior and understanding that behavior is driven from the inside out. And again, how our social conditioning keeps us stuck in a pattern of control. So, like I said, my journey started about 12 years ago when conscious discipline came into my life and I started reading about those concepts of rather than seeing children's behavior as something being done to me or as done on purpose, it helped, it led me to seeing children's behavior as a sign for guidance that It was a sign that they need guidance through this. It helped me understand my own um, internal landscape. So what happened was as I um, learned about these concepts and as I integrated them and practiced them, Um, into my life and using them in my classroom, I, you know, came into this trying to find something to help me manage these behaviors. And what happened was it changed my thinking. It changed my thinking, not only about their behaviors, but first of all, it changed my thinking about myself and understanding why I do some of the things that I do or did. And then it started help shifting my, my thoughts about children's behavior and about other things, situations and people. And I started seeing myself in a different way. And I started seeing children in a different way and other people and situations in a different way. And the biggest change that happened was that it changed my heart. It really changed how I felt inside, how I felt about myself, how I felt about others. And it transformed all of my relationships you know, the relationships with, with children, with friends, coworkers, my partner, uh, with my parents. I mean, co- everybody. It changed all of those. And they didn't change anything. They, I didn't teach, I didn't teach these concepts to them. 
But when I practiced them, I showed up in a different way, in a more responsive way instead of reactive. I started seeing things differently and showing up differently, and that made all the difference in the world. And so that's what this podcast is about. It's about paying it forward. It's about my experience from my transformation from traditional discipline practices to conscious practices, relationship-based practices, and how that changed my life. It changed the path of my life. It opened me up to understand that I had choices, that life wasn't, I wasn't a victim to life or a victim to my children or a victim to my job, that I actually was in control of my life. And so it took me from a life being stuck in trying to control others and um, just overwhelm and be feeling depleted to a life that I wanted to live and that I was the leader of. So my journey really is, it took me from living in a life of fear and control to the practice of living from a place of love and acceptance of myself first and then I could offer that to others. So that's what I do now is I support parents in helping them understand their children's behavior at a deeper level because children aren't doing behavior on purpose. Children aren't trying to you know, make our life uncomfortable. They're not trying to just get their way or, um, you know, they're just trying to understand how to move through life. And I think as parents and as teachers, one of the, one of the most, um, One of the things I think we fear most is being seen as inadequate. That was one of my deepest fears. And I'm, you know, I'm still working on that. Uh, But, you know, with the traditional belief that parents, really the expectation that parents are to control their children, that parents can make their children behave and that we are judged on how well we make children behave is enormously stressful and it's the same for teachers if you know we are we are expected as teachers to control our classroom which is another way of saying we're expected to control children and judged on how well we do that and so that drives a lot of our behavior. 
And it's just simply not true. We cannot control another human being because we've all have free will. And even though we think we make children do things because we're bigger, we're louder, what we're really doing is uh, getting them to submit their will to us. But in the end, they have to choose to submit it. And some children will do that very easily. Those are our pleasers. And we tend to like like that, although that's not going to serve them well as they get into uh, their teen years and as an adult when they will do anything for love. And then we have children who will not give up that will easily. They resist and we, you know, enter into these power struggles, um, struggling over power with a three-year-old or a five-year-old or whatever, however old the child is. And that makes a rift in the relationship. And so our relationships suffer. And when we're trying to control children, that really creates anger and resentment and a whole lot of stress for everybody and a feeling of, I'm not good enough. I guess I'm supposed to be different. And you know, that's the message I got growing up. That somehow I'm supposed to be different. Because we, we tend to punish children's behavior rather than showing them, telling them, and actually teaching them and practicing with them what we actually want to happen. We just tell them a few times and then think they've got it. And it really comes down to regulating our own thoughts, feelings, and behavior and teaching that to children. And that is a gift we can give to our children and for the generations to come. Because self-regulation is one of the top predictors of life success. We can't succeed if we can't manage ourself. And we can't focus and attend when we are unable to regulate our emotions. Because that is linked to the ability to focus and attend and we need that you know to learn academics and so self-regulation is even more important for children to learn than academics that's what they need first but we can't teach it to them if we don't have the skill and so many of us as adults don't have the skill because we weren't taught those skills We weren't actually taught how to feel our feelings, for one thing. We, traditionally, we avoid feelings. We get, we distract from feelings. And so, 
how do we manage feelings when, when we don't think we're even supposed to have them? So these are the conversations that I hope to have here and that sharing my experience will perhaps be helpful uh, to someone else. So thank you for joining and we'll talk soon.